All right, guys, welcome back to the back half of the basement. Now, I like to refer to this part of the basement as more of the office of the speakeasy, as during the speakeasy time in the 1920s, this space would have been used for a lot of the more private meetings held by the bosses, our famous Al and Frank Capone, who would have been in here from time to time, as well as some of the people they would have left in charge when they weren't able to maintain the building themselves. There would have been private gambling games down here. All manner of things would have gone on. Basically business that they wouldn't want to be overheard by the upstairs. There was a secret staircase that would have allowed them to get access to this space. And that is just behind you here. You can see some of the lighting. We now refer to it as our staircase to nowhere. If you walk up those stairs, you'll notice that you'll find your way into a lot of pipes and the floorboards. Though that staircase did once open up directly behind the back bar, allowing access down to the speakeasy as well as to this office space. Another trap door that we've found over this time is in this back corner, well lit over here directly under the floorboards would have led you underneath what used to be known as the bouncer's room. This would have allowed access to the place where ever raided, they could easily make themselves out into the alley, or if maybe someone wanted a private meeting and they didn't want them to be seen by the public of the speakeasy, they could be brought down that way instead of those stairs. Now we do know of two such gentlemen that were unfortunate enough, or fortunate enough, depending on how you look at it, to be granted a meeting with the bosses here. Ooh, okay, we're, we got some crazy light going on, hold on. <laughs> What? <laughs> um, okay, that's a uh, that's something. Hello, <laughs> that does happen quite a lot. We get a lot of uh, high activity that sometimes affects electricity and battery life. Now, um, back to the two gentlemen that we know about. Uh, they were both two politicians that were granted an audience with the bosses here, and during their time, we know that they unfortunately ended up making the bosses a little bit angry. And they were invited downstairs for a private meeting to discuss their future endeavors. Unfortunately for these two young politicians, because they had angered the bosses when they were invited downstairs, they were invited to stay and did not leave the basement. Many years later, as our owner bought the building in 1986, in the late 90s, early 2000s, they did discover human remains underneath the concrete in this back corner. Now we do keep a couple skeletons here to kind of mark the final resting spot of these two gentlemen, but we know that they were not successful in their endeavors with the bosses here, and instead, when they were invited down for that meeting, they ended up meeting their demise down here in the basement. We do get a lot of activity in this back half here. Uh, sometimes we get things like touches and voices. There is one spirit that we've come to know as the spirit of O'Connor that tends to be a little bit more frisky spirit, at least I like to call him. He definitely likes the ladies. He likes to uh, play with your hair or your necklace. He has been known to flip up a skirt on occasion as well. And this gentleman comes to us from before this building's history when this land was once known as the Southside Cemetery. O'Connor was one of the gentlemen that was buried here and his spirit still lingers today to kind of interact with us and play with us. Are there any questions about this part of the basement here? No? Anything else you guys are curious about down here that I haven't already covered? The divining rods, yeah. Would you like to hold them a 
phone for me or here so I can hold that. Um, actually, can you hold this here for me, please? Thank you. I just can't hold that and the dividing rods at the same time. So the dividing rods are something that we use here at Shakers to kind of communicate with some of our resident and non-resident spirits. Uh, if you're not familiar with divining rods, it's something that's been used for many generations. Uh, some people also call them dowsing rods, or they can be like traced back to that origin as something that used to be to uh, trace water or find the source of a well or a cistern. We do know that over time that spirits can communicate using energies like through water or magnetic fields and things like that. So we are able to use this exact system to also communicate with spirits as well. The easiest way to hold them, I usually hold them about midway through this rod here, and I try to hold it so that it's anchored and kind of pinch it between those fingers there. Uh, you want to hold them about chest level so that the rods themselves are parallel to the ground, and you have to ask very simple questions, things that can be answered by a yes or no, sometimes by an unknown, but it really just depends on the question you're asking. Uh, Asking names tends to be harder, but if you work your way through yes or no questions, you can really get a feel for the spirits that you're talking to. I always like to give them just a moment to adjust to my personal energy, as well as whatever energy they may be interacting with, before I ask my questions. And the easiest question to start off with tends to be to see if anything's here. So if there are any spirits here present that wish to speak with us tonight, could you please cross the rods? That's a very enthusiastic yes. <laughs> if the spirits present are resident spirits, could you uncross the rods? All right. Now, when I use the term resident, I'm usually referring to someone who has either died on this land or was buried here during that time of the cemetery. Oh, they're moving all around now. <laughs> Now, as a spirit present, do you feel comfortable pointing yourself out to us? If so, could you please cross the rods? Thank you. Now, using both rods, could you please point to where you are in the room? Huh. Just behind me, where our uh, fateful men lay to rest. Now, sometimes we tend to get another energy that's to be in other corners of the room. Uh, we have used these rods in all parts of the basement as well as all parts, all parts of the building and have gotten a lot of activity, depending on where we're at. You can also ask questions when you're not the one holding the rods. Does anyone have a question while I hold these? Um, if it's a male spirit, please cross the rods. Yep. <laughs> if this is the same spirit that messed with your light earlier, uncross those rods, please. <laughs> Very enthusiastic, yes. <laughs> Are you one of the politicians? Can you cross the rods? Are you okay? Can you uncross the rods? What? Nope. <laughs> Those stayed very still. <laughs> Can we help? Will you uncross the rods? It's almost like a mixed, like, 
feels almost like two different ones, one saying yes, one saying no. Because like one is, they're pulling that way, but they're still staying crossed. Any final questions for this space or anything did, about this part of the building? Did we ask if this is a resident or if uh, he's visiting? If you're visiting, please uncross the rats. Definitely a resident. Any other questions? No? Well, thank you, Spirit, so much for communicating with us this evening. It's a pleasure to ask questions, and I hope that we can ask you more questions in future. If you're okay with answering more questions in future from us, can you please uncross the rods? That's always good to hear. <laughs> thank you so much, Spirits. We will be back to talk to you another time. Otherwise, are there any more questions in this part of the basement? If not, we can make our way back upstairs if you want to watch your step and watch the lighting there. I'll take this and kind of shine your way there. Thank you so much. Great job, Liz. <laughs> and I like to make sure there's light. <laughs> Watch your head as you go back upstairs, please.